Hola, hello and welcome to A Gypsy at Heart, your podcast and blog on travel, culture and healing. Sit back, relax and enjoy as we explore the world together. Calming Chiang Mai. An elephant always remembers. Hurry up, hurry up, we're gonna miss that bloody train. My travel companion is slightly out of it after a crazy tuk-tuk ride through Bangkok's buzzing concrete jungle. It did rather feel like a stroller ride on speed and it also did look rather funny of sorts with all our, or should I say my, mighty luggage squeezed into the tuk-tuk's modest space and us squeezed right next to it like willing pieces of Tetris that somehow miraculously seemed to fit together. Anyways, no time left for such silly musings while running through the Bangkok train station, desperately trying to catch the 12 hour long jungle train ride to Chiang Mai, located 700 kilometers north of Thailand's capital, Bangkok. Boarding the train to Chiang Mai, the crown's diamond. This is it, this is it. I encouragingly mumbled to myself while approaching the Thai railways operated train. Ah, oh, better take up running again. I kind of lost my former almost asleep memento. My thoughts ramble on as a smiling, composed train employee helps us to lift our suitcases onto the train. Did that vehicle already start moving while we were just jumping on board? Quite possibly. We were not in safety-conscious Australia anymore, after all. Nor in rule-laden Europe. No, we were in spiritual, faithful, and for the most part, royalty-revering Thailand. And on our intrepid way to Chiang Mai, the northern capital of the province bearing the same name. As indicated, any visitor to the land of the former Kingdom of Siam should know that Generally speaking, the Thais love and truly care for their king. The Thai constitution even emphasizes that the king shall be enthroned in a position of revered worship and shall not be violated. Let's therefore remain royalty positive and take in what former King Rama once said about our new travel destination. Chiang Mai represents the prime diamond on the crown of Thailand. A crown cannot sparkle and be beauteous without the diamond. King Rama V, 12th of August of 1883. Thai train training, mind over matter. Friends, what can I say? If Chiang Mai was good enough for King Rama, it certainly would be good enough for us little munchkins. Whether King Rama would have dicked that train carriage though, I guess that's a completely different matter. In any case, we were booked in for the second class, which was quite alright. As was to be expected, the first class did look a fair bit nicer and toilet amenities there were also more agreeable, a freaking lot more agreeable. But our seats were clearly marked second class and after my travel companion went on some train explorations and came back with his assessment of our current P possibilities, yeah nah, it's not good, 
I decided to once again muster up all my courage and my iron strength of will and turn the train ride into a 12 hour no bladder release challenge. While taking that almost heroic decision, I grimly clutched onto mine Southeastern Asia on a shoestring travel guide. Taking in as much well-researched information on impossibly alluring Thailand as feasible would be my best ally while defeating the lurking powers of Down Under. And taking in those views definitely did its part in distracting me from the nether regions. Lush green landscapes moved past in a perfectly timed speed, allowing the eyes to be soothed after a week amidst the electric creative chaos of Bangkok. Humble shacks built into the evergreen landscape with beautiful Thai women carrying a child or two on their backs past us by. Contemplating these and other images of central and northern Thailand's beating bountiful green heart, 12 long hours went by. 720 minutes in which I learned that Chiang Mai hosts over 300 Buddhist temples, the so-called Wats, a Thai word you might recall from our previous Bangkok adventure. And that the inhabitants speak Northern Thai, otherwise known as Lana, owing to the fact that the area of Northern Thailand was the birthplace of the first Thai kingdom, the Lana kingdom. For my poet soul friends out there, the poetically charming yet linguistically precise way to close these words into more eloquent robes lies in referring to the Lana Kingdom as the land of a million rice fields. On a slightly more trivial side note, the 12 hours from bustling Bangkok to the land of a million rice fields did expire with zero bladder release, I'm proud to announce. Arriving in Chiang Mai, a theory about Germans and a delicious array of options. We reached Northern Thailand's largest city around midnight and a local from our pre-booked hostel was supposed to pick us up from the train station. Or so we thought. That local looked suspiciously Caucasian though. As soon as he opened his mouth, my nagging hunch got confirmed. Once again, it was an adventurous German on the run from grey winters and possibly too much self-imposed discipline standing right in front of me. No matter how far you travel, you can never escape the reliable presence of wanderlusty Germans, I thought. As a half-German myself, I should know. Thomas had moved to Chiang Mai some years back and had opened a backpackers with his Thai girlfriend a kind yet cheeky looking petite woman we met that same night before checking into what would be our humble new home for the next three weeks. Thomas was a laid back, rather skinny guy with glasses and light brown hair and when we started chatting for a while in German it was rather easy to detect the soothing melodious dialect of the Bavarians in his speech. Thomas and his girlfriend the latter a much more lively and enthusiastic type than Thomas himself, laid out our many Chiang Mai leisure activity options that same night. Right, I still had not peed. 14 hours had gone by. I know, where is the Guinness Book of Records data entry person when you need him or her? 
from cooking classes to whitewater rafting, from Thai massage workshops, Muay Thai boxing events, to talk to a monk sessions. I felt a rush of excitement when perusing through all the exhilarating options. It was one activity that really jumped out at me though, a one day training experience as an elephant mount, an elephant rider or trainer. Getting up close and personal with powerful animals and learning from them, sign me up. Water for elephants, learning to be a mini mahout. Two days later, we were sitting on a vehicle with a rusted-haired Italian, an intrepid German couple and a few fancy Frenchmen riding through the northern Thailand landscape, not far from the Golden Triangle where the borders of Thailand, Laos and Myanmar meet at the confluence of the Ruach and Mekong rivers. After a short stop at a picturesque butterfly garden, we arrived at our rather out-of-the-ordinary destination. An elephant camp smack in the middle of the jungle, nestled against a murky river. A quick introduction by the elephant trainers later and... There's a rumble. It's a different kind of sound, not too loud, yet powerful and imposing in its own right. Leaves are rustling and all eyes are pinned on the horizon as the massive shape of a majestic Asian elephant appears in the distance. A self-assured trumpeting noise resounds. And there she is, gorgeous, regal, around five tons of pure fabulousness right in front of us tiny and pretty intimidated, yet curious, humans. Laila, I name her quietly and completely awestruck, just to get some kind of grasp on this almost surreal situation. Slowly, I'm allowed to approach her. And then the first of a series of incredibly exciting things happen. And next time, we will continue on the Mahout for a Day adventure and find out more about ethical elephant encounters in Thailand. It's important to distinguish here. More about this in the next post. We will also witness an eclectic, wild and inspirational night market and an intense Thai massage workshop and much more. It will basically be my absolute best of three weeks in Chiang Mai for you, plus some juicy insights into the life of an elephant on top. Back to you, dear listener. Have you ever had any out-of-the-ordinary animal encounters? What stood out to you about it? Or would there be any animals you would be particularly interested in hanging out with? As always, would love to hear from you. That's all for today. I hope you enjoyed the adventure. Head over to agypsyatheart.com and join in on the conversation. A friendly community of travel lovers from all around the world is waiting for you. See you there!